Hi, and welcome back to Navigating Podcast. I do want to apologize for my disappearance the past couple of weeks and not posting a podcast episode, but I was finishing up my quarter for dental school and we had finals. I had nonstop patients in clinic and it was just very hard for me to sit down and take the time to record since I also had to study. But here we are now, and I think today's episode is perfect for this situation because I want to talk about coping with stress. I hope you enjoy today's episode on Navigating Podcast. So here we are, and... This one is one where I'm going to be talking all by myself. This is the first time we're trying this out, so I really hope it goes well. I am a little nervous, as I always am, and I am just drinking my coffee and talking to you guys as if I was a YouTuber recording myself, but it should be fun, and I was thinking what better way to let out my stress than talking about it as... Many of you that are listening know, and for those of you that don't know, I am currently in dental school. I am halfway through dental school, I can finally say that, and it's been rough, and I know it's going to continue to be rough, and I have had to learn um, to deal with stress and just be able to handle everything in my life as far as like school, patients, um, just having a social life and a love life, and being able to find time for everything. I always want to do so many things. I want to travel. I have so many things on my plate at all times. And it does take a toll on you. It takes a toll on your body. You get tired. You get stress acne. You get back pain from stress. Stress can take a toll not only on your mental health, but also your physical health. It's, It's just horrible. And it's really important to learn to figure out when you're stressed and at the same time, how to deal with that stress, how to cope with it, how to handle it because if not it could really be toxic to your body and that's what I want to speak about today first I want to read some statistics that I found online and I think are going to be really impactful so I found these to be pretty shocking according to the American Institute of Stress about 33% of people report feeling extreme stress 77% of people experience stress that affects their physical health 73% of people have stress that impacts their mental health. And 48% of people have trouble sleeping because of stress. So for about half of all Americans, levels of stress are getting worse instead of better. And I laugh because I think it's true. I think we just live in a world where as you get older, you think stress is going to go away. But in reality, it just becomes more because you have bills to pay. You have so many things going on now with COVID as well, like family and health and once you start having kids just everything and work and I feel like stress just piles up on you and it's very important to have a way to release that stress more studies this one is from the global organization for stress 75 percent of Americans experience moderate to high stress levels in the past month stress is the number one health concern for high school students 80 percent of people feel stressed at work And some people who tend to experience particularly high rates of stress include ethnic minorities, women, single parents, people who are responsible for their family's healthcare decisions. Some of the top causes of stress include money, work, economy, family responsibilities, relationships, 
personal health issues, housing costs, job stability, family health problems, and personal safety. I would say work and study go hand in hand. Um, if you're a student, you know how stressful it can be to be in school, be studying for exams, and you always want to do good. You want to make your parents proud. Some common symptoms of stress include irritability and anger. 45% of people experience that. Fatigue or low energy, which is experienced by 41% of people. Lack of motivation, 38%. Anxiety, nervousness, or worry is at 36%. Headaches, 36%. Feeling sad or depressed, 34%. Indigestion, acid reflux, or upset stomach, 26%. Muscle tension, 23%. And appetite changes, 21%. So overall, it can take a toll on your body and stress for a long period of time can lead to heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, and anxiety. Another thing that high stress levels can lead to is substance use, whether it's drugs or alcohol, just to relax. So now the question is, what stressors do I have? How do I deal with stress? Personally, I have always been very on top of my stuff. Always. Um, I think it's because I'm a Capricorn. Just kidding. But I, I have always been, even since I was a little girl, I would wake up on my own. I would make my own lunch for school. I liked being top of my class. I liked having all my homework done. And as I grew up, I kind of let my life into that. I was always doing great in school. And, you know, I would study for that. I would pay attention in class. And once you're in middle school and you're younger, it's not the same. I think it's it's not as stressful. You have your parents, um, hopefully. I did. I had my parents who were great and they were always supporting me. I never had to think about having a roof over my head or having a phone to communicate or having food on the table. So it was easier for me to just do my job, which was go to school and get good grades and make my parents' sacrifice of coming to the U.S. worth it. And then you go into high school and... Things start to change a little bit because you are starting to have a social life. Um, you're starting to date if that's something you're doing. And you're also in school. You start thinking about colleges, about where you want to go, about what you want to do after you graduate. And it becomes a lot. It becomes a lot. But even then, for me personally, I wasn't as stressed, I think. I did get a job when I was 16. And that did add some stress to my life. But it still wasn't as bad. I worked at a clothing store. We did close kind of late sometimes, so I had to put in the extra time. But for me, that was more of a learning experience. And, you know, I was I was doing good in school. My classes at the moment weren't too complicated. And I felt like this job helped me mature, helped me learn how to work with others, deal with others. It was a bunch of girls working together, so I feel like that's already drama enough. Um, but even then, I, I don't think I would consider myself stressed during those periods of my life. Once I decided to move away to college, to the University of Florida for undergrad, I believe that's when a little bit of my stress started. And I think it was also just a lot of things going on in my life. At the time, I was handling moving to a new city um, completely alone. I knew some people. I didn't have any close friends at UF at that moment. And I was living over there. I was in a long-distance relationship, I was trying to make my parents proud, and I was taking hard college classes. If you know, you know that at University of Florida, I don't know about other schools, but there's certain classes that are weed-out classes. Um, 
they're meant to weed out the students that are not going to be able to handle med school, dental school. And Chem 1 is one of those classes. And going in my first quarter, I, or semester, my first semester, I remember I took Chem 1. I took an elective for what reason? I don't know. I took History of Cuba and Puerto Rico, which I really enjoyed, but it was a lot of writing, which is not my forte. And I really didn't need the class, so it was a waste of my time. But, you know, I... I enjoyed the class. My professor was great. But I think I was also taking stats and some other classes. I was taking a couple of classes. I remember that, you know, when you're used to doing good in high school and getting A's, when you come to college, it might be a, a shock for you just because classes are way harder, way harder than you would expect. And you need to study. You need to study for your exams. And when you don't do well, you feel bad. And I remember I didn't do well in one of my stat exams, um, statistics. And the main reason I didn't do well was because I decided to go that weekend and hang out with my friends. And I didn't study as much as I should. And I remember getting my test score back. Um, and it was something that I didn't like. I didn't like that feeling of not doing well. I then stressed out about that class. And I ended up, you know, improving my grade. I ended up getting an A. But during finals week, I was not sleeping, studying for statistics. And I feel like that's when I first realized how much I really cared about my grades and about how I needed good grades to do what I wanted to do in the future. And that uh, I knew it was going to be stressful to, to like dedicate time when I needed to, to study. And that's how I figured out that, you know, I was finally being stressed about school, not having my parents there with me to support me trying to deal with my relationship, which was a long distance, and trying to make friends because you're at a new school. You want to make friends. You want to hang out. You want to find time for everything. And at the same time, busting your butt in school to get those grades you need. So I think that's when I first started really experiencing stress. And it just started growing on from there to the point where we are now. So I gave you a little intro into my life before undergrad and when I got into undergrad. And... I knew I wanted to be a dentist. I knew that that's the path I wanted to follow. So from my first semester at the University of Florida, I got involved in many organizations, volunteering. I would have to wake up at 6 a.m. sometimes to go to volunteering events. And I didn't mind it. You know, I was all alone up there and I was trying to get forward. I wanted to get ahead. I wanted to graduate early. So I was like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do, even if it's stressful, even if I have to work extra hard. But it's going to be worth it in the end because it's going to get me to my goals. And I think that's how you always see things and how you should look at things. It's like I'm doing this and I am not going out today and I am not going on this trip. But in the long run, it's going to benefit me. It's going to be worth it. What happens is sometimes you do too much of that. And that's when, when we get stressed, when we put off everything else that's not related to our goals. And we just let ourselves get crazy in there, for example... If you like to travel, but you have to work. So if you're working all the time and you're never giving yourself the time to travel, the time to go see a new city, even if it's a drive, um, go drive for a day and see a new place. Go with your loved one, with your friends and just release that stress because one cannot be work, 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 work all the time. There is no way the body just can't handle it. So... I've always tried to do that, and I remember when I was an undergrad, I would 
go out um, probably once a week, twice a week, depending on the situation, depending on if I had exams or not. And you kind of need that when you are in class Monday through Friday and you are studying when you're not in class because we would get out of class and we would go to the library. We would study for hours, go home, eat dinner, watch Netflix or whatever, wake up the next day and repeat the same thing. So if you don't go out, your life is going to become so monotone and you're just going to go crazy and you can't allow that to happen. You hear my coffee? My coffee. Okay. During undergrad, um, you know, I started experiencing stress for the first time. Um, I went through a breakup, which all in its own was pretty stressful. I think it just made me a little stronger. Um, I was able to focus on what I needed to get done. I was graduating early from undergrad. I already knew that. And I didn't want to take a gap year before entering dental school. So a gap year is a year that some people take just to go to interviews if they're applying, uh, decide what they want to do, work for a little bit, um, do their applications for whatever school or master's or whatever program they want to do. I personally didn't want to do that. I just wanted to finish studying as fast as I could, which meant that I was killing myself. I had no summers off. I was taking the max amount of credits every quarter. And at the same time, I was participating in multiple organizations, some of them as very high titles where I was really, really involved. And all of that started to take a toll on me. And I feel like I dealt with it by going out. And it was not healthy for me because a lot of times I was really tired, really stressed out. And I just wanted to go out and go out and party. And I feel like, I kind of dealt with it in this way where I was able to get everything that I wanted to get done. But then I was like, my body was just tired and I never like took a second to just stay in. It was always like, let's do something else. Let's go somewhere else. And I thought I was dealing with my stress by being able to do whatever I had to do, get my stuff done, get my list of things checked off and then going out. And in reality, I wasn't allowing my body to rest. Um, a lot of the times when I do go out, I have small anxiety attacks. Um, I don't know if I would call them attacks, but I do get a lot of anxiety. Um, usually when it comes to like uh, an event or a certain thing that I know is like I'm going to or that it's going to happen. And I do get a lot of anxiety for that. And I feel like sometimes I would finish studying and then I would put myself through this like little anxiety of going out and seeing certain people that I knew I was going to see or whatever. And it's like my body was not getting a break. And it just kind of brings you down a little bit to the point where you're dealing with so many stressors in your life and you just don't know how to go about it. And it just kind of never stopped for me because after I was taking all of these courses, I then began studying for my entrance exam for dental school, getting my application ready, going through interviews. And that in itself was probably one of the most stressful times in my life. Thankfully, I had a lot of people supporting me and helping me, which really made it better. But it was a time in my life where it was like two, three weeks of no sleep, wake up, study, don't do anything else, just study. And yeah, you're telling yourself it's going to be worth it. And it was, don't get me wrong, here I am now. But overall, it's just very stressful, very, very stressful. Um, once you get into dental school, that's also stressful. You have to make the decision of where you're going to go, what you're going to do with life, what if the choice you're making is the right one, what if you go to the school and you don't like it. And I think that, honestly, life could just 
put so many things at you and some people deal with these things and they don't get stressed at all. They're like, oh, whatever. It is what it is. We'll let it be. Other people, before making any decision, they just think about it so much. And that's me. I don't know whoever's listening right now, if you're the type of person that doesn't really stress about things or they're just like, oh yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll do this. And it is what it is or whatever happens, happens. Um, there's other people that overthink every little choice they make, every touch they send, every call they make. And I feel like I'm one of those people. And sometimes I seem like I'm not stressed at all. And even me, I'm like, I feel like, oh, I'm not stressed about this. And my body, like I get like stress rashes. So I know that I'm stressed, but my mind feels not stressed. But my body is showing me that I am. The way that I've learned to deal with this, let's get to the point today, because I've been just rambling on. The way that I've learned to deal with my stress personally and just doing everything, I've always been that type of person that you invite me to have lunch and I want to say yes to you. I don't want to be the person that says no. I don't really know how to say no. And how do you, how do you handle that while at the same time being in dental school, living your life, um, cleaning your house, you know, making time for everything? Um, number one, to-do lists. I know that some people don't like really think about the importance of this. I write everything on my to-do list. I'm going to read you my to-do list right now. I actually have this on the reminders app on my iPhone. And you can set up like certain ones that are timed like and you'll get them every day. So one of them is I reminded to walk my dog at 5.45. I try to walk him once a day. I'm usually not home, but my fiance is. So he'll walk him most of the day. But like I try to walk him once a day. So I have that reminder. Work out. I have been ignoring this reminder for the past month because just I did not have the time for it and I've been very stressed but I'm back on that reminder um I have a reminder to take my pills for the day and then these are some reminders that I have just overall like I have a reminder to edit the Hawaii blog um I'll probably try to get that done soon as well and I just like having it there because if I don't have it there I probably won't do it or I'll just forget about it and leave it I have to send passports to an Airbnb. I have to record podcast, which I will check off once I am done with this. I want to do an Amazon gift guide. I want to read my book. I need to do my nails and I want to organize my, the gifts. So I feel like just having a to-do list of the things you want to do for the week or for the day and putting them in order of I'm going to do this first, I'm going to do this last, it really just helps you. And it's satisfying to check off things from the list and you know that you did something, even if it's a small little thing, just walking your dog. It helps you. It helps you. Uh, it pushes you to do more of these things, to be like, okay, well, I watched my dog, so now I can go ahead and do something else. Let me read a little bit of my book. And yeah, to-do lists are my favorite thing. The other thing I do um, that helps me a lot when I am really stressed out, well, this is just a recommendation for anybody that's planning for a big project, working up for, let's say, a job interview, you're practicing, you're studying for final exams, anything like that. Something I really recommend, which I have done since I got into dental school and I realized that I kind of needed to do this. Um, I don't know about you guys. I spend a lot of time on my phone. I spend a lot of time on my social media, sometimes not even doing anything, just scrolling down, using TikTok, Instagram, anything. And it takes a lot of time away from my day. So every time that I am approaching final season, I take a break. I delete all my social media apps. Um, you can still access them. You can access them through your computer if you want to just see if anybody messaged you. But not having them on your phone with you at all times, 
it helped me so much. It, I will literally grab my phone and see that I don't have Instagram and then I'll put my phone back down and continue my studying because I get distracted easily. And I think that that's something that's helped me a lot. I feel like it just takes some of the stress away from you when you're just not thinking about so many other things like, oh, it's Blank's birthday or, oh, look, this person went out and I'm here studying. And you don't have to stress out about how other people are living their life while you're here crying about finals, you know. That is another thing that has helped me a lot. And then lastly, I think super important for dealing with stress is finding a way to release your stress. It's different for everybody. What do you like to do? I will speak for my fiancé. So he is currently working. He's on call every couple of every couple of weeks. And... You know, he's doing the best he can at his job. And once we moved in together that I started going to dental school, I was coming home at 10 o'clock at night from studying and from practicing in the clinic. And he was just stressed out. We It was during COVID. Everything was closed. So one, we got a dog. Um, it does help him a lot, but also just video games. So when he's like super stressed out and he's been all day just working, he'll take a second and he'll play for like 20, 30 minutes. That just helps him, you know. I don't really like video games. I don't understand video games, but that's what helps him let off his steam. And what do I do? So I like just laying in my bed and it's helped me. So when I've had like a horrible day or just a really tough day and I'm stressed out about things that happened during my day in school or like whatever's coming up the next day, I just take a break. I... I just take a break, I come home, I shower, and I lay in my bed. And I think that helps me a lot. It's just relaxing. It's just like a moment where you give your mind like 20, 30 minutes to relax. And whether you're on your phone, whether you're watching YouTube, it's just a moment where you're not thinking about whatever you need. And the way that I think about it is, yeah, I'm going to lose 30 minutes of productivity. But overall, it's just healthier for you and those 30 minutes that you're just giving yourself a break are probably 30 minutes that you're going to spend stressing out about things anyway. So why not do that for yourself? Another way I deal with it is I always like to have something to look forward to. And I always try to have either a trip planned, a family visit planned, or even if it's far away, even if it's six months away, like, oh my God, in six months, I'm going to Miami to see my parents. And it's something that you don't realize, but it's just... Always having something happy to look forward to, it can help you when you're in a moment of stress. It can help you calm down. It can help you be like, well, you know what? Like, I miss my parents and I I am so stressed out with school right now. But, you know, in like two weeks, you'll be able to like enjoy yourself. You'll be able to dedicate yourself some time, just push through. And overall, I think those are the things that really helped me just deal with it all. Um, dental school can be really stressful. I know medical school as well. I know all the master programs, graduate programs can really take a toll on you. And it's just really important to take care of yourself, take care of your mental health. If you want to go talk to a therapist. I know certain people that that's what they do and that helps them as well. And just anything that is going to help you relieve some of that stress so that it doesn't become toxic stress, long-term stress and lead to something worse. And that's my cup of tea for the day. I don't even know I've talked so much, but yeah, another thing that I have done to just 
be creative, release my mind, is create this podcast. And yes, it can also be a stressor because you want to do something good. You want to do something that people will like. And for like the past month, I was stressing out because I was not on time with my podcast. I didn't know what to record. I was kind of freaking out. And, you know, it's something that I did uh, in order to have fun. But at the same time, it can be stressful because you want to do something good. And you want people to like it and you want people to listen to it and you want it to grow. So maybe this isn't such a good idea. But do find something that you enjoy doing, whether it's editing videos, whether it's taking pictures, whether it's learning how to dance. So always find something to do and do it at least once a week. If you like hiking, find every Sunday morning, go hiking. Even if you have an exam, even if you have to prepare for a presentation, take an hour, two hours of your morning to go hiking. If you like fishing, go fishing. Find a moment during your day to just do something that you like, even if it's for 10, 15 minutes. It's just going to make you happier. It's going to let you release that stress. And most importantly, rely on your loved ones. Rely on your family for the support that you need. And don't be afraid to tell people when you're stressed out. Like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not going to text you right now. I will text you in three days when I'm done with finals and I'm feeling better. Don't add more stress when you know you're stressed. I think that's probably something that a lot of us do, including myself, where I'm already so stressed out about something, but somebody will ask me for a favor and I will go out of my way to do it for them. So then I'm stressed out about my stuff and about that person's favor. So <laughs> I think it's it's okay to like say no and be like, hey, I'm really stressed out and just have those around you support you and understand you. So that is my stress advice for the day. It's been a very peaceful Sunday morning for me. Woke up, had coffee, had breakfast. I'm having more coffee now. And I was just able to sit here, talk, kind of let it out. A different style of the podcast today. But overall, I really enjoyed it. And I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you guys are listening. If you do have some other ways that you cope with your stress, that you handle your stress, feel free to shoot them at me. I have one year and a half left of dental school, so I will probably need all the stress relief I can get. So I talked about my personal experience and some of that of those I know, but I am going to read to you some tips for handling stress. One of them, number one, is exercise. Definitely working out is one of the best ways to put your body and mind at peace. Relaxing your muscles, so a massage, stretching, yoga, all of those can also be good. Deep breathing, I have a friend who does this a lot. She'll just be like, inhale, exhale, take five seconds to just breathe and take a minute of your day, it will definitely help. Eating well, we cannot emphasize this enough. Nutrition is so important. I feel like if you're eating the right foods, your body's just healthier overall, and it can help fight that toxicity of the stress. Slow down. So modern life is so busy. Set your watch five to 10 minutes ahead so that you're not running late. Another one is take a break. So you need to plan real downtime, which is what I mentioned whether it's meditation, yoga, prayer, listening to your favorite music, spending time in nature. Number seven is make time for hobbies. So reading, knitting, watching a movie, doing puzzles, playing board games. Number eight, talk about your problems. So like I said, just telling people what's going on, finding some help from your family, your doctors, your therapists, your friends, and it's always going to push you and help you out. Go easy on yourself is number nine. And I think this is very important. You can't control everything. You can't control how things play out. You can only do your part. 
So don't beat yourself up when things don't go right. You know, take a moment, take take it and be like, I did my best and I'm going to keep trying. So please go easy on yourself. And number 10, eliminate your triggers. Figure out what are the biggest causes of stress in your life. Is it your job, your commute, your schoolwork? If you're able to identify what they are and eliminate them, because that might be another one. Sometimes you can't eliminate them. But at least reduce them. Reduce the stress that they're causing. And if it's something that is really bothering you and you can get rid of in your life, then get rid of that. You don't need extra stress for no reason. So those are my tips for the day. I'm really glad you guys tuned in to one more episode of Navigating Podcast. Please let me know what you thought of this episode, this different style. And like I said, let me know any tips of how you deal with your stress. And I'll be glad to share them on Navigating Podcast Instagram, where we always want to help others out. Thank you for navigating with me one more time. Thank you for tuning in to one more episode of Navigating Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed making it. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram at Navigating Podcast. Thank you, and I hope we keep navigating together.